ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. I'm here with Brandon and Kurt this morning. We are all in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. Goddamn right. Um, <laughs> I got to say, this this time around has worked out much better than the last time around with some changes that we've made with the uh, platform we're using, the way we're recording. Um, so here we go. We told you guys last week that uh, we were going to go over the Wrestling Observer Newsletter 2022 End of the Year Awards um, in depth this week. Um, we ran down what the uh, what the winners were and uh, the categories and all that stuff. So what we're going to do today is go through and give our opinions on these things on these these things one by one and. Uh, Brandon, what I'll let you do is we got it queued up here on the screen, and I'm blind as a bet. Um, if you'll call off what the award is, who the winners were, and, and the, the runners up, and all that, we'll we'll give our opinions. Do like we normally do. You know, Kirk gives his opinion, you give yours, I give mine. Uh, but it's just a little different because we're doing just one subject today. Um, I don't think we're going to even attempt to to look through any of the uh, or review any of the shows. Um, so, without further ado, Kurt, how was your week, man? It was good. How was yours? What about you, Brandon? How was your week? Long. <laughs> <laughs> These men are short and to the point this morning. Um, again, another pretty good week for me. I got so mad yesterday I yelled at my computer because uh, one of the dudes in our team chat doesn't seem to know how to send the message complete. Run. Send. Can you please help me? Send. With this shit, I can't stand. Sick. I can't yes. stand people and, like and that. I can't stand people like that. On this. top of that, he asked me to jump on the shipment to help, and he put me in the middle of it. He had already started on it, and then he went to work on something else and wanted me to finish up. I didn't know where I was on the shipment. What was going on? Kirk can relate to this. He works in the same industry as I do. But um, then he started doing that. So I yelled at my computer. I was like, "Wait a minute! No, I'm gonna get up, walk away." Calm down and come back and do my job. So, but otherwise, it was a great week. Um, had a great morning this morning. Um, I got woke up in a lovely way, is all I'll say. And uh, here with my brothers, and let's go ahead and kick it off. Um, let me ask y'all this: Do y'all want to start from the bottom of the awards and work our way up, or from the top to bottom? Because we go top to bottom. bottom. All right, we Brandon. If, if you'll kick us off, let us know what this first award is: winners and runners up. All right, so, well, first I'm going to go ahead and um, speak through that first little paragraph. I'm going into teacher mode here. All right, so, the following, are the, the following are the results of the 43rd Annual Wrestling Observer Newsletter Readership Awards, along with a listing of the previous winners in the various categories. On a worldwide basis, these are the most covered mainstream international pro wrestling awards. The awards are based on the time frame from January 1st, 2022, through December the 31st, 2022. Readers are encouraged to send in their comments on the results. So if you're not familiar, this is the Pro Wrestling <laughs> Observer um, that is um, uh, led by Dave, the great Dave Meltzer. All right? Yeah, that, that's that great that's part. Good good. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, move right along. <laughs> so uh, we are in Category A award winners. We have determined by points on a 5-3-2 basis, whatever the hell that means. All right, so first place votes are in parentheses. So the very first award we're going to look at is the Lutez slash Ric Flair Award for Wrestler of the Year. 
All right, so would y'all like me to read through the top ten? Yeah, just no, say no, no. Go, go ten, 10. ten to one. Yeah. So ten to one. <clears throat> Brian Dels- Brian Danielson with no first place votes. Uh, Guilia with seventeen first place votes. CM Punk with nineteen first place votes. MJF, uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, that is with twenty first place votes. Chris Jericho with thirty seven first place votes. Sayuri with 34 first place votes. I have to figure out who that is. Uh, Kazuchika Okada, 39 first place votes. Will Ospreay, 105 first place votes. Roman Reigns, 232 first place votes. And number one, John Moxley with 498 first place votes. Oh, man, this is going to be fun ripping this one to shreds. And your honorable mention is Sami Zayn. So go ahead, Ron. You kick, kick us yeah. off. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, the, the thing that jumps out to me is that Brian Danielson had zero first place votes. Yeah, out of your mind. Um, was he the greatest wrestler of the year? No. But he was a great wrestler in 2022. So to have him at number 10 with absolutely no first place votes, in my opinion, is, a, is an absolute travesty. Um, I think... The guy that's better than you, and we know it, MJF, I think should be a little bit higher, should be a little bit higher just because of what he's meant to AEW. Whether we like what's going on with him or not, um, he's a focal point in that promotion. Um, Outside of that, I don't think Chris Jericho should be on that list at all. I agree. Um, Outside of that, I'm I'm okay with everything else on the list except number one, and, and... um, I cannot wait, first and foremost, to hear what Kurt has to say about this. But John Moxley um, is is not any way, shape, form, or fashion anybody wrestler anybody's wrestler of the year. For one, his his matches are are garbage. Um, his his promos are garbage. He bleeds every week. He shows people how to do it. Uh, of course, that's a little bit his fault, a little bit of camera work's fault, but I'm, I've never been a John Moxley fan. I don't ever see myself being a John Moxley fan. Um, him as wrestler of the year, for me personally, is fucking laughable. Kurt, what do you got to say about that? Um, I totally agree. Uh, Roman Reigns should be number one hands down, clearly. Why they have, I, I understand why, based off of, this is based off the fans and not Dave Meltzer, so I understand why. But hell no, right. hell no, hell no. And then, like you say, um, Chris Jericho should be on the on the list at all. MJF should definitely be way higher than number seven. And I did look up Siri. She's a Japanese wrestler, but they have her number five. And I understand. I haven't seen her work, so she might be good. But I think that's a little high to have a woman wrestler. And nothing against the women. But number five on the list for wrestler of the year. Yeah, yeah. And 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 with what you just said, Kurt, you pointed out that this is voting by the fans, not by people in the industry, um, journalists covering the industry, or nothing like that. This is by the fans. So some of these are it, it's kind of understandable why they are as screwy as they are, given who's voting. Um, so what about you? Uh, well, John Moxley is number one. Did you cover that? Yeah, that, that, that's a trash. <laughs> There's right. no way he should be able to run that. 
Yeah, now that and, they, they, and they had Brian Johnson number ten. Yeah, I'm like, are we really? Yep. No and, man. And, and we're talking wrestlers. Yeah, exactly. Like, the wrestler of the year. How how the hell does Brian Danielson or Daniel <laughs> Brian Danielson? Because he's going through so many name changes. But how the hell is he at number 10 as the wrestler of the year with no first place votes and John Moxley sitting above him? No. Fucking no, stupid. No way in here. What you got to say about all this, Brandon? First of all, um, I would trade. I don't feel like Chris Jericho belongs on this list. I would swap with Chris Jericho for Sam Zane in a heartbeat. Um, Agreed. I don't have any problem with that. Agreed. Uh, John Moxley, no, absolutely no way. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with him being in the top ten, but damn sure not number one. <laughs> Roman Reigns should be number one, hands down. Yeah, ain't nobody. Nope. He's been the cha- he's been the champion all year. John Moxley ain't been the champion all year. He's been the champion consistently all year. He put on every match he's been in, banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. He ain't had a bad match all year. Um, the storyline with the bloodline. All that stuff roped into one, and, and on top of that, it wasn't even close as far as the first place votes, the votes at all. Because John Moxley beat Roman Reigns by over a thousand votes. Yeah, and that's just a, that's, that's <laughs> just he, a, got, he got twice as many, got twice as many first place votes, votes as yeah. Roman. And that just that that is that that is a crime and a shame. The Brian Danielson should not be. Dark Brian Danielson should be in the top five. Absolutely, MJF yeah. should be higher. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Um, other than that. I'm fine with the list, but it's just man, what? This, it, this, yeah, no. yeah. Whoever whoever votes on this shit don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I I, I would take Moxley I mean, off completely. That, that one, I wouldn't take him off. I wouldn't take him off. I'll leave him top ten. I'll leave top ten. I'll leave top ten. Okay, but okay. I wouldn't take him off. And one thing I will say is they the fans are trying to recognize the win because this Gilia, she's another Japanese wrestler as well. Okay. And they're they're. Right, in, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I ain't got no issue with that. It's just there's no way John Moxley should be number one. No, right. Absolutely not. No. At and least if he's going to be number one, him and Roman Reigns should have been like one and one eight. Maybe. And I wouldn't. Maybe I, I wouldn't. Have been, I, maybe I wouldn't have been as upset. But but the the way how in the hell does John Moxley have almost twice as many first place right. votes as Roman Reigns? Agreed. That is a travesty. Yeah. Because I I, I agree with what you just said. Uh, a few minutes ago, Roman Reigns, and I didn't mention this when I went over how I felt about it, but Roman Reigns on this list should be number one. Yeah. Given the title reign, given the bloodline storyline, given the matches he's been in, the matches he's, he's been in haven't been all-time classics. Right. But they've been good. They've furthered the storyline. Yep. They've kept fans. Shit. We three are more interested in WWE right now than any of us have yep. been in a long time, and it's all attributed to him and the bloodline. But just think about this. How many bad matches have we saw John Moxley last year versus how many matches that were They weren't five-star, but they weren't bad. Right. None of them. And, and, that, and that's, yeah, that's He didn't have a bad match in probably. Roman Reigns had a bad match in two no. years. No. He ain't been pinned in three years. Now, going through the list, I think I, I think all three of us would agree with this. We we haven't seen a lot of Will Ospreay or Okada or Sayuri, uh, Gila, however, forgive me for butchering that name. Right. So those, we, we can't really have a, an opinion about, really, or an in-depth opinion. So I get that. I, those are fine where they are. But 
I'm just John Moxley at number one. But wrestling fans. Here's another thing that I have a problem with this list is so just look at the top ten. You only have one WWE wrestler in on this if you, list. And I, I want and, to. And I think this, this fan base, whoever is listening or reading the Observer, they're heavily AEW. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. There's some, there's some, there's some um, like Sami Zayn should be on that list. Yeah, yes. Sami Zayn should be on that list. Sami Zayn had a hell of a year later. And I wouldn't even be mad with uh, Darby Allen being on this list. I wouldn't be oh, mad. Yeah. I, 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 I'm with I wouldn't be mad at Darby Allen. I would be mad with uh, Bianca, Be- uh, Bianca Belair being on this list. Now, you, that the, the for the for the people listening, I want you guys to pay attention. We've already looked at the list. I'm sure some of you all have as well. But I want the fans listening to pay attention. There is a theme. That goes along with what Kurt just said, with the, the the lone WWE person on this list. Pay attention to every category we go through. There's a theme with this, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of the problem. I mean, well, first and foremost, how can I say problem? Because a person's voting what they feel. If that's what you feel, that's what you feel. But there's a theme here. Absolutely. So, so let's go through the next want, category. Well, hold on. I want to read this caption real quick. Go ahead. Um... So it says, as expected, this turned into a two-person race with Moxley and um, former shield partner Reigns. The way I see the argument, it comes down to Reigns as the biggest star of the year in pro wrestling as WWE champion for the entire year and headliner on the biggest shows during a year. They got very strong for the company after April. He had good and great matches on top, which is a big part of the award. But the argument is most valuable. Reigns worked a very limited schedule, and the company did roughly as well with him and not with him. <laughs> the SmackDown ratings rise was as much tied to Sami Zayn and Jey Uso, who carried it to strong results when Reigns wasn't around as the weekly angle. Moxley was the more valuable because he was twice, after injuries to Punk, called to lead the company. He had not been around, then the clients would have been greater than they were. Coming off rehab at the start of the year, he and Chris Jericho really carried the company during different periods where so many top names were out with injuries and later after all out when Punk, Omega, and Young Bucks were suspended. You take both out of the picture in 2022 and it's AEW that would be hurt far worse. I disagree. Totally. Having previously won the award in 2020, joins Harley Race, Rick Flair, uh, Mr. Haru Masao, Ken Kobashi, Jericho, John Cena, Hiroshi Tanahashi, AJ Styles, and Kenny Omega as the only two-time winners in history. So I disagree with that whole statement. Yep. That whole statement. I think AEW with, with Sami Zayn and the blood, even the Reigns. Now, dude, you still talking about Roman Reigns with in your story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why everybody's watching. Mm-hmm. He, he not even a present, but they're still building for people to watch. And, and for me, the fact that he wasn't around on some of those things and people stayed interested—that is a testament to Sami Zayn, the Usos, and to a. No disrespect to a lesser degree, Solo Sokoa. But it all centers around Roman Reigns. He had enough power not even being around to still keep people interested. Mm-hmm. I don't think if John Moxley lays out all of 2022 that AEW would have been any worse than it was. No, no, I agree. And and, and so, I, I, so I'm like you, Kurt. I, I completely disagree with that statement. Yeah. And the most ridiculous shit of this... Aside from some of those later names you ticked off that have been the two-time winners, look at the names that that he's mentioned with. Yep. Harley Race? How the fuck does anybody begin to put 
John Moxley in the same I mean, sentence as Harley Race. Flair. Who else was it? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, Flair, this is... Um, AJ Styles. Flair, AJ Styles. John Cena. Um, uh, uh, dang. Tanahashi. Yeah. Mr. Harold Masawa. He was a bad boy. Um, all those guys. How do you put them in the same... Come on now. Yeah, I, I just... So... I, yeah. You did no, what you did, fans. So, we can move on to the next one. Um, All right. So, next category. <laughs> next wrestling category. We've got to skip over a couple of them because they have some MMA stuff uh, in the middle of it. But, next category is most outstanding wrestling. So, we're going to go well, We're going to go through the honorable mentions first. We've got Zack Zaber Jr., uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii. <laughs> El Hijo de... He hold them by Kingo. Yeah, then you have uh, Gilia, uh, Josh Alexander, and Seth Rollins. Okay, I'm gonna step in real quick. We're we're, uh, we're butchering the Gilia. Now seeing that name and hearing other people from other wrestling podcasts say the name Julia, I think that's what that is. Julia, I, I believe so. Okay, um, like, like, I could be wrong. Like Julia Child cooking. Like yeah, that. yeah. Okay. Because I'm hearing other people. Uh, listening to the other podcasts we listen to, Cornette and Conrad, all those guys, I'm hearing the name Julia, Julia. and just looking at that, it, it looks so I think that's who that is. Okay. All right. So my apologies for butchering that name. <laughs> Same here. My right. apologies. I'm trying. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to go to number 10. Um, Shingo, Shingo Tagaji. Number 9, Konosuke Takashita. Number 8, Sayuri. Number 7, Gunta. Gunta. Number six, Dax Harwood. Number five, our boy, John Moxley. Number four, Mike Bailey. Who? Number three, exactly. Kazuchika Okada. Number two, Brian Danielson. Number one, Will Ospreay. Okay. Um, right, I'm going to step aside for a second. Brandon, you can kick this well, one off. Let me, let me kick this off. I got to step aside for a second. <laughs> so, uh, most outstanding wrestler, um, I don't think I would take John Moxley off this list, and I would put any of those other honorable mentions on that list. Um, Gunter, I, I feel that Gunter should be uh, rated a little bit higher. I think he should be top five. Um, Osprey is a great wrestler, so I'm not even going to question that at number one. Yeah. Danielson is a great wrestler. I'm not going to question that at number two. It could have flip flopped, and I wouldn't have had a problem. I don't have a problem with this list at all, really. I, just, I would just take I would take John Moxley out, and I would put really any of these guys, I've seen them all wrestle, so any of these guys in the honorable mention, I will put I will put them on the list and take John Moxley out. Okay. Um for for me, um I agree. I think John Moxley should come off this list. Um I haven't seen enough of Will Ospreay really outside of the matches I've seen with him on AEW and with them in Aussie Open. Or with him in Aussie Open. Um so I, I really don't have an opinion on that. Um, what I have seen of Will Ospreay, he's a he's a pretty good wrestler. A little, and I hate to say it like this, but a little too much of the flippy dippy shit for me. But he's not bad. Um, looking at Mike Bailey, I forgive my ignorance, wrestling fans. I have no idea who Mike Bailey is. Um, Dax Harwood, I think Dax Harwood being on there. Um, is a testament to just how damn good FTR as a whole and as individuals are. You take a guy from one of the greatest tag teams 
in my opinion, in wrestling history, um, but certainly the top tag team right now. And you put Dax Harwood as an individual as most outstanding wrestler. That says a lot, and congratulations to Dax on that. Um, I agree with what Brandon said. Gunther should be uh, in the top five, in my opinion. Um, as far as everybody else goes, I really don't have an opinion. Um, with the honorable mentions, I haven't seen a lot of Zack Sabre Jr. since the 205 Live tournament. And that tells you how long ago that's been. Um, everybody else on that, with the exception of Seth Rollins and Josh Alexander, um, it is what it is, or honorable mentions. Um, so I'll kick it over to Kurt to say what he yeah, I don't have a problem with Will Ospreay. I think he's underrated. I understand the, what you just said about the flipping, but I think he's underrated. The Mike Bailey, never heard of him. Um, and I think that's the one of the interesting problems I have with the Ravens, how they do it is it's too one-sided heavily on AEW and Japanese yes. wrestling alone. If you're going to do something, you got to include everybody. And yes. just having Gunther as the only WWE wrestler on this list, I think that's a discredit to all the wrestling fans. Yep. And I think it almost as if like, they're just trying to say like WWE ain't shit. And, I'm not and a I think that is what a lot of people were saying. But I'm not a WWE fan, but they have some good wrestlers. WWE has stepped their game up. They have really stepped their game up as far as bringing quality wrestlers on them. And trying to put in, you know, uh, quality storylines and everything, especially recently since, you know, all that went down. So, yeah. I think they just, they, they just, they shitting on WWE right now. And, I, and I also think some of these fans are taking into consideration, like, Game Changer Wrestling and yeah. Black Label Wrestling and, and of course, the, the Japanese wrestling. And, and that's all well and good, but I think when... And it, it, it's not even got to do with casual fans. When fans think about wrestling, they think of the two major promotions. Um, it's it's all well and good to think about those other guys, and, and that's no disrespect to them, but there's a reason they're not on TV. There's a reason they're not more widely known. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this list is, essentially this list is what it is, but again... No WWE talent on there, and that that's a thing. So, uh, Brandon, you want to read that that right up there, or do you just nah. you just want to skip? Okay, I, I'm gonna skip cool. that one. I, I read that one because the last one I was reading it while y'all were talking. And I was like, I think that I thought that was important. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so we're gonna go on to the next category, which is tag team of the year. There are no honorable mentions for this category. All right, mm-hmm. so. Uh, number 10, you have Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Yeah. Number 9, you have Hazumi and Kojuma. Number 8, you have Tam Nakano. I like that name. And that's support. Number 7, you have Pizza L and Ray Phoenix. At 6, you have Aussie Open. I think that's their tag team with Will Ospreay. Number 5, you have The Acclaimed. Number 4, <laughs> The Usos. Number 3, The Young Bucks. Number two, uh, Mark and Jay Briscoe, the Briscoe Brothers. Number one, you have FTR by Mile. Yes. Um, Kurt, you want to start this one off? Yeah, so uh, I have no problem with number one or number two. The Young Bucks, I'll drop them down. The Usos, I'll put them at three. Yep. I'll, put, I'll take Ozzy Open and put them at number four. Mm-hmm. I'll put their claim at number five. 
Uh, I like Penta and Ray Fingers. I put them number six and everybody else. It is what it is. But I, like I said, number one and two, you can flip-flop and I don't have a problem with either one of them. Mm-hmm. But the Usos at number four under the Young Bucks, you miss me with that bullshit. Absolutely. There's no yeah. fucking way. Absolutely. There's no fucking Absolutely. way. Absolutely. None. And I even think Ozzy Open, that's a stupid-ass name for a tag team, but... That's a good. That's a good tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they are underrated, and they need to be on TV more. But yep. I, they way better than the young. Yep. That's that's bullshit, right there. And for, for me, um, and and I'll, I'll freely admit this is hate speaking. I would take the Young Bucks off the list altogether. And I wouldn't be mad with you. I wouldn't be mad, <laughs> um, be mad with you. They, they are, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. They are not wrestlers. They suck. But they are not wrestlers. If you took the Young Bucks off the list, who would you replace? Replace them with? If I took the Young Bucks off, I would probably put um, Red Cups. Uh, Montez Ford. The, uh, street damn right. Yes, I would put yeah, them on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, or I would, they didn't even make. They didn't even. Hold on. I would even. I'm sorry. Yeah. I would even take. Um, and I don't even like them, but the Judgment Day. I would put them on here before I put the Bucks on there. Yep. And, and to me, to me, that says a whole lot when you would put the Judgment Day up there I would. and take the. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that tells you how bad to to us at least. The young bucks are. They're not wrestlers. They, they, are not. they they are the epitome of sports entertainment, and they don't even do that well. No. Um. So I would take them off and and put in. Uh, what is that? Street Profits. Street, Street I don't know why I can't remember their damn name. Well, why but why the fuck they not on this list right now? Yeah. That's a problem. That's that's a that's a prime, team that's a prime and shame. So, right, but maybe maybe they left them off that list because they didn't win much last year. So yeah. my number one, number two, um, obviously, I don't think anybody would have an argument with that. Um, again, it, it's a shame that that uh, we lost Jay this year, uh, so we'll never have the pleasure of seeing any new material or new matches rather mm-hmm. from the Briscoe brothers. Um, Young Bucks, as I said, fuck them, take them off the list, put Street Profits on there. So I would go um, one and two, like you said, Curry, that's interchangeable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would rock with FTR. If it were me, I would put FTR up there first. Mark and Jay second. And then I would probably move, just because of the storyline, I would move the Usos up to number three. Um... I would put the acclaim. I would probably put the acclaim at four, and I'm like you, Kurt. Um, the Lucha Brothers are a guilty pleasure of mine. I don't like some of the silly shit they do, but I like them. They're, <laughs> so I, they're yeah. better than Young Bucks. Yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, I would. That would be my top five. Anything after five is yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I hate to say that, but that's how I feel. Um, Brandon, where where do you fall on this list? What do you think? Uh, pretty much the same. You can flip FTR and the Briscoes either way. I would not have a problem. I feel like it should be one and one eight. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, Young Bucks. I put. I would. It's, I don't know why this list doesn't have an honorable mention, but you know because of who they are in the industry, you got to put them somewhere. Honorable mention. Um, Street Profits need to be on this list. Um, yeah. the Usos Agreed. need to be three. They need to be in the top three. 
Agreed. Hands down. Really, 1A, 1A, and 1B. Uh, FTR, the Briscoes, and the Usos. Both, all three of them had phenomenal, uh, phenomenal years. Um, the Acclaim, I think, is right where they need to be. Um, Aussie Open should be top five. They're awesome. Um, Penta and Ray Phoenix, I could watch them all day. So, they, you know, I think they are where they're supposed to be. I would probably rank them up a little bit higher. I'll put them at six. And then after that, you know, okay, do whatever you want. Yeah, it's just well, things. My other problem with this is how the hell did Mark and Jay only get 54 first place votes? Crime and shame. Yeah, and you can base that just off the matches they had with FTR alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm with you. How, how I'm not mad at, at FTR running away even, with it. I'm not but how, I'm like you. How the hell did they only get fifty four? And then how how did the young bucks even sniff at Mark and Jay with thirty eight? There's like one and two after one and two. Is, the crazy part is the Usos got more first place votes than the um, young bucks did. Okay, I didn't even notice that. You're right. Wow. But, you know, after one and two, and this is, um, I'll, I'll put an asterisk besides the Usos for what I'm about to say. After one and two, it, it, it's a drastic drop-off from the quality of tag team wrestling. Yep. From one and two to whoever we put at number three and so on. Mm-hmm. Because those two teams, are, like FTR... It, it is an absolute shame that AEW has fucked them around the way they have, not giving them the tag team titles right. and, and all of this. But even with that, they have still shown improved. Mark and Jay, we know what they, what they offer or offered. Um, and again, just based off of those matches with FTR alone, they should have way more than 54 first place votes. But the one thing I will say now, the Uso, they're a good tag team. And I think we're they're getting lost in the light because Roman has got it so big. Mm-hmm. But they are a very good tag team. And they were a good I tag agree. team before he got so big. But Uso's because they can go. They can run. They're going to they're gonna go down as one of the best tag teams. I, I, I have always it's liked them. Um, going back to the colorful trunks and the face paint. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, didn't, I didn't like Uso I, Penitentiary no. necessarily, yeah. but they were still good as a tag team. Yeah. Um, but I think where they are right now, they have found that stride, yeah. and they look great, they especially especially Jimmy out. to me. Yeah, they figured it out. Yeah, it took them a long time, they, but they figured it out. Yeah, yeah. I, and I you just know. think that that the the last couple of times Jimmy has had some some solo interaction. With Sami Zayn or trying to figure out where Jay is and all that. Yeah. He looks more fluid, more comfortable, everything. This yeah. bloodline storyline has done so much also, for everybody involved. And also, like, Jimmy's reactions, like, you can kind of tell. Yeah. Like, what was playing in my mind was when that, that episode of SmackDown when Jay said, I don't give a damn what the, uh, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief say. And the way he looked, he said, "Oh goddamn it!" He just like you know how you know how like one of the siblings, one of the siblings or the cousins, somebody went and did something stupid, and your mama find out about, or your daddy find out about it. Mama said, "No, nah, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna take your dad." Now, <laughs> that's the, that's what he had on his face. So it's perfect. One last thing I want to say about the tag team award before we move on: Keith Lee and Swerve. 
should not even be on this list. I don't know why they're on this they, list. They weren't a good tag team, and they weren't a tag team long enough to they even be considered. They're also known. They're on the list yeah. because this is a heavily AEW fan. Right. Yes. AEW and New Japan. Yeah. Yes. And that's what Dave loved. Yep. That's, that's what his fans, that's the audience that he's catering to. But I will say the Usos are really the only tag team in WWE. Part okay. me. Outside of uh, uh, Street Profits. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at some of the previous winners, and there is a team that stands out to me that I didn't know was a team. Who's it? Terry Gordy and Snooker. What? Oh. Yeah. How did I not know that Gordy and Snooker was a team? It was 1982. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I get that, but I mean, growing up, like, I never knew. I knew him and Dr. Death were a tag team. I, I knew because I. George Championship Wrestling is one of the wrestlers I watched. Right. And underrated, and that's how I know. Wow. Um, so, some of the previous winners, 1980 Freebirds, consisting of Terry Gordy and Buddy Roberts. 1981, Terry Gordy and Jimmy Snuka. 1982, Stan Hansen and Ole Anderson. That's I didn't a, know they were a team. That's a badass team. Uh, 1983, Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. 1984, the Road Warriors. 85, British Bulldogs. Um, I'm curious why they got Dynamite Kid and Davy Boy Smith listed in. Was there, was there another mixture of the Let British Bulldogs? No, just tell them who the Okay, they, okay. You know, some people might not know who they are. Gotcha. Um, 86, Midnight Express, the, the Condry and Eaton edition. 87, Midnight Express, uh, the, the Eaton Lane edition. 88, Midnight Express, Eaton and Lane. 89, The Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. A team I never got. I, I never liked them as I've a team. I always felt like they were overrated. <laughs> um, where was I? Okay, 90, uh, Rick and Scott Steiner. 91. Masaru Masao and Toshiaki Kawada. There you go. Uh, 1992, The Miracle Violence Connection. Damn. Um, Steve Williams and Terry Gordy. 93, the Hollywood Blondes. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Steve Austin and Brian Pillman. 1994, Los... Los Gringos Locos. Yeah, I'll let you take it from there because now I'm I, starting to lose track. Uh, Los Gringos Locos. <laughs> that was the Love Machine, Art Bar, and Eddie Guerrero. They were fantastic. I watched some of the old stuff before. Um, 95, Miss Sahara Masawa and Kenna Kobashi. 96, Miss Sahara Masani and June Akiyama. 97, Mitsuhara Masao and Jun Akiyama. Uh, 98, Shijiro Otani and uh, Tatsuhito Takawa. 99, Kenny Kobashi and Jun Akiyama. 2000, Edge Christian. 2001, uh, Koji. I'm not even going to try to pronounce <laughs> it. 2002, Eddie and Chavo Guerrero. Absolutely. 2003, Kenta and Marafuji. Uh, in 04, uh, Kenta and Marafuji again. 2005, America's Most Wanted. Y'all remember them? I Did ain't heard that in a while. Chris yeah. Harris and James Thorne. They yes, were sir. Yeah. Uh, 2006, another TNA team. LAX, Homicide I and love, Hernandez. I, I love, love that version of LAX. Especially, man, especially the big, that big bold of Hernandez, man. Jesus Christ. Um, 2007, Mark J. Briscoe. 2008, Miz and John Morrison. I couldn't stand <laughs> What? I couldn't stand I'm them. sorry. I didn't mean to get that I loud. I could stand them. I, could, I hate them. Um, 2009, Eddie Edwards and David Richards. 
2010, Chris Hero, and Claudio Castagnoli. 2011, Jared Bernard, who is uh, the former Lord Tensai, and Carl Anderson, 2012, Christopher Daines and Frank Kazarian, solid. 2013, The Shield, which right. was the combination of Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. I hate The Shield. 2014, Young Bucks. Yeah. We know who they are. 15, Young Bucks. <laughs> Kurt Schubert, yeah, Kurt, yeah, I was about to say, Kurt y'all can't see it. TV. <laughs> 2016, The Young Bucks. They won the three. Well, nope. 2017, The Young Bucks. Fuck 2018, em. The Young Bucks. Fuck them. They, they won five years in a row. That's, that's, so, that's Dave Meltzer blowing somebody. Yeah. 2019, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. And then Young Bucks again in 21 and well, 20 and 21. I did I did not realize that Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix had won Tag Team of the Year. Um, yeah, some of those I wanted to read those those previous winners just because some of the, the great tag teams of oh, years, yeah. years that, gone that by. That list is solid. That list is solid. So we ready to go on to the next one? Yeah. All right, so the next category, ladies and gentlemen, we just got through with tag teams. So the next category is the best on interviews. All right. The honorable mentions are you have Jay Briscoe. Um, recommend no it better night. Anyway, I keep reading. Um, Jay Briscoe, <laughs> Zach Saber Jr., Chris Jericho, Ricky Starks, Adam Page, and Tam Nakano. So number ten is Will Ospreay. Number nine, Roman Reigns. What? Number eight, Jay White. Number seven, Kevin Owens. Number six, Paul Heyman. Number five, Eddie Kingston. Number four, Sami Zayn. Number three, um, CM Punk. Number two, John Moxley. And number one, MJF. Um, do y'all mind if I take this one first? Go ahead. How in the hell, no disrespect to, to, to Kingston, is he ranked, ranked above Paul Heyman. How is Paul Heyman I'm not mad at number one, but how is Paul Heyman not one, two, or three? Um, how is John Moxley even on this fucking list considering his promos? Um, his promos are horrible. They're nonsensical. He rambles. Um, I don't even know why he's on this list. Um, there shouldn't even be ten people in this category. There should be five max because there's not that many people in wrestling now that anybody cares about hearing talk on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, looking at it, um, I, I, I'm not mad at Roman Reigns at, at number nine, although I would have him higher. Yeah, I'm mad at that. Um, I, 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 I would have him higher. Yeah. Go ahead. Say what? Go ahead. Um, and now I'm saying I would rank him higher. But I'm not mad at that because promos have never been his strong point. Although the shit he's done with the bloodline is has been cash money. Um, so if it were me, I would probably have number one would be MJF, two would be Heyman. Um, I'm not mad at CM Punk, but and y'all may be uh, shocked to hear me say this: as much as a fan of him as I am, I would even take him off this list. He wasn't. He, he wasn't around long enough for, for me to be ranked in the top five. Um, I would take Jericho off this list because Jericho now on the mic. He's not on here. I thought I saw. Okay, my bad. I thought I saw Jericho. He's an honorable mention. Um, 
And I'm not mad at Kevin Owens. I would rank Kevin Owens higher. Uh, but I do not understand how you have five people ahead of Paul Heyman. Yeah. That makes no sense. What, one of those I can give you. I'll give you MJF. Yeah, I'm not even giving you that. And, and, and I would lean towards what you're saying, but if somebody did, I ain't mad at it. Paul Heyman's automatic top Right, and oh, I'm man. like, how the fuck do you have Paul, five people ahead of him? As Paul Heyman is able to talk to a microphone, he is automatically top three. Yes, Sorry. yes. He could be a hundred years old. He is top three. You give yours, and I'm gonna go last. Okay, so the only issue I got with the list is I feel Roman Reigns is too low. Paul Heyman is, of course, too low. Paul Heyman should be <laughs> like I've said yes. five straight times. Paul Heyman should, it don't matter. Paul Heyman could be 158 years old. As long as he is able to talk, he needs to be top three in promos or interviews. He needs to be top three, hands down. Um, CM Punk, I, I don't have an issue with him being on the list, but if he wasn't on the list, I wouldn't blink. Um, yeah, uh, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens could be higher. Or, you, know, you know what? He's fine where he is. Um, I would just put, I would, I would most definitely have Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman ranked a lot higher than what they are. And that's, that's all I got. Yeah, so I would take uh, Leo Ospreay and Jay White, I would take them off the list because I've seen, I've heard them and they don't have good mic skills. MJF, he's good on the mic, but Paul Heyman should be number one. So I'm going to go Paul Heyman one, MJF two, and then I'm going to put Roman Reigns number three. Well, no, I put Sami Zayn number three and then Roman Reigns number four. And I'll leave Eddie at number five. But uh, Jay White and the Will, I'll take them off. Okay. And CM Punk, he, I'll put him under Kevin Owens. Because like Ron said, he wasn't around long enough yeah. to be that high. And that's the only reason why I even take him off the list. He just wasn't around long enough. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, around. I agree. But when he was around, he did good and he had an impact. So that's why I would put him under Eddie. He sure did bring yeah. them raises. Did y'all want to go through the uh, previous runs? No, no, no. No, we don't have to. I, I, I will say this, though, because I scanned through him while, while you guys were talking. Jim Cornette has won that shit, with, rightfully so, a lot. Yep. <laughs> Jim, Jim Cornette is one of the best talkers in the business. He's one of the best talkers in the business. And, and one that jumps one of the out greatest, at me. One of the greatest of all time. All time. And the, one that, the, the one that jumps out at me is R. Anderson in 1990. Uh, that's great right. as talkers. That's one so of the kind of talkers. Arn was always... Now, I'm so I'm with, tell you I'm, something. But he's the enforcer for a reason. So, so <laughs> yes. I'm going to tell you something. In, so, in my opinion, in 85, I would have gave it to Arn Anderson. I wouldn't have gave it to Jamie Hurt. Because if you yeah, go back... Not, to, not in 85. No, I wouldn't give it to Jamie Hurt. I wouldn't give it to Arn Anderson in 85. Yeah, wasn't that the wasn't that the year he cut the the four horsemen promo? Yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, off that alone, yeah. that, that man Arne, deserved it. Arn Anderson is one of yeah. them. He was the enforcer for a reason, and it wasn't so much what he did in the ring. Yeah. No, it was just delivery. No, microphone. Yeah, because yeah. in eighty five he was really hot. Arn Anderson really spoke. Arn Anderson spoke. You sat up. You they were they were really hot in eighty five. Yeah, and Arne, I, yeah. I, you know, I don't. Arn Anderson, man. I take nothing away from Jimmy Hart, but Jimmy Hart, to me, excluding that Memphis stuff, Jimmy Hart, even some of that has always been comedy to me. Yeah, so, so he's he can he's a great talker. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. 
but it's always comedy stuff, so I wouldn't have given him, yeah, I'm with you, I would have gave that the arm. So, moving right along, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, I'm just, no, it's, it's, it's all right. A lot of the stuff is really um, interesting information because some of the, like, a lot of the stuff I didn't know about, especially with the past winners and stuff, and just looking at some of the legends, it's like, you know, they got it right. But moving right along, we have uh, probably, I think this is the one that. <laughs> <laughs> Next category is promotion of the year. So, there are no honorable mentions for this category. All right? So, and for this one, I'm going to read the caption as soon as I get through going through the, um, the list. All right? So, at number 10, we have a promotion, DDT. Number 9, we have Game Changer, uh, Game Changer Wrestling, GCW. Ooh, excuse me, y'all. Number 8, we have Pro Wrestling Noah. Who I didn't even know was still in existence. Neither did I. Number 7, you have Dragon Game. Who I, still, who I didn't know was still in existence. Neither did I. <laughs> Number 6, you have Impact Wrestling. Five, you have the UFC Ultimate Fight Championship. Number four, we have New Japan. Number three, we have the WWE. Number two, you have Stardom. Number one, you have. Take a wild guess, ladies and gentlemen. AEW. Now I'm going to read the caption. It says. All Elite Wrestling won off the, off the strip of his weekly Dynamite television show. <laughs> <laughs> and oh quality of... <laughs> that is wait, a oh, hysterical... Wait, 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 let me finish. All Elite Wrestling won off the strip of his weekly Dynamite television show and quality of pay-per-view shows. That's why I said I'll read this caption first. <laughs> The company also had multiple million dollar gates, but it was not but it was not popular overall at the end of the year as it was in the beginning. Still, Dynamite beating Raw live attendance in the early part of the year and, and pay-per-view interest during the same months in the early part of the year was amazing considering one company is 13 times the size of the other. But, wait a minute, that's almost, but Raw in the second half of the year was well above Dynamite in live attendance and WWE grew in almost every category. And in particular, the ratings over the course of the year saw increases for WWE late in the year, while most of the television failed and declines for AEW, particularly for Rampage. Stardom had major had a major increase in popularity, and the idea of a women's promotion being the second most popular promotion in the country with wrestling history of Japan is something that can't be overstated. How impressive that is! Okay, Kurt, go first. take it. Let, let me have it. First of all. The AED, that was bull. The A, the AED, AEW, that was bullshit. Um, how in the hell? How in the hell do you? You said yourself that AEW fell off, right? That's what I so read. This is for the entire year, not just for what six months at a time. Um, I think, in my humble opinion. WWE should be number one. WWE put on a lot of great shows this year. The weekly shows may not have been all that, but you know what? We don't. Do you understand how hard it is to produce fifty-two weeks of television? That's not easy, and to make it interesting every single week, that ain't that ain't easy. Okay, so we we get that. But as far as you know, pay per views, uh, the, the WrestleMania from last year, uh, so on. WWE should 
be number one. And the popularity has increased dramatically over the last six months. Dramatically. And the bloodline storyline itself is what's bringing viewers in. Yes, they have on and off weeks. It is what it is. But AEW has been consistently bad for over six months. Consistently bad. The most notable thing that happened this year was when CM Punk and the Bucks got into that fight backstage. That's the most notable thing that's happened all year. That's probably the only thing that has brought them ratings all year because we all wanted to see what the hell was going to happen. They're going to get yep. on TV and yep. beat shit out of each other? I'd love to see that. So, see, now my voice is going high. So, that's the only issue that I have with the, with the list, the rest of it. Hey, have it. Um, and I think um, I'm, I'm you know, going to actually check out some stardom shows or whatever because, you know, if that promotion is, is coming on, with popularity, then yes, they deserve to be on the list. And I don't have an issue with there being an all-women promotion because there are so many women, great women wrestlers out there that we all know they go to one of the big companies. Then some of them are going to get lost in the shuffle. So at least they have yeah. a place where they can go and wrestle and shine. And hopefully some of the girls from the United States go over there too and get some, you know, notoriety from uh, Mercedes Monet being one of them. And, you know, probably bring even more eyes to the product because now you have somebody there that everybody knows. So, the AEW for number one for me that was bullshit. Yeah, so let me let me start. Go ahead, go ahead, go so, ahead. Um, I totally agree. So you you contradict everything you say because you just said it, the WWE grew, and for you the, the first statement is AEW won on the strength of the its weekly Dynamite television show. Dynamite is probably the worst fucking wrestling show weekly show on TV right now. <laughs> so if you for you to say one off of that, that's bullshit. There's no way in hell WWE should be number three and AEW number one. No fucking way in there. At all. The show suck ass. I would put you UFC is better than goddamn all elite wrestling right now. Yes. And that day, and they've fallen off a lot. A whole hell of a lot. The starting so I'm kind of confused. Are they the second popular in Japan or here? Because when you when I read, I'm like, okay, because I've never heard of outside of. I haven't either until we read these. Here. Yeah, I've heard of them before. So I, I, I've never heard of them. I'm with you. I'm all about winning. You know, they got it. I'm going to check it out as well. But all you need, number one, get the fuck out of here. That is bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, I I just. And I even even impact <laughs> well no impact is, is terrible, so I don't even know how to say I don't have a problem with the rest of the list. It's just all AEW should not be number one. Hell no. I ain't yeah. got a problem with after number one, I ain't got a problem. You put them proposal wherever you want to put them. But but AEW should not be number one. No. Once again, looking at the the bias against WWE, WWE did not get one first place vote. And the, the, the price is crazy. That's that's crazy as fuck. How they they are better or worse? They are the biggest wrestling promotion that has ever existed. But the problem behind is us three of us. We're not even fans of the WWE, right? But at least it's logical. At least it's logical. But 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 well, you know what? I'm a kind of WWE like, but. Yeah. Still, but the thing is, but we know I, I, I call, something is bad. Right, I, I call mountain bullshit. But yeah. No, you, you're talking about basically, that's just like saying the NFL is not number one. The XFL is number one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yes. And I don't know if y'all been watching the XFL, but you know. 
Hey, hey man, look. It's better than what I thought. Kind of, it ain't the Kind of branching off of what we're talking about here. I, I got a little opinion about the XFL. I want to. It's not the NFL, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. And it's not the original XFL, which is definitely a great thing. Yeah. Um, there's some things they're doing I don't like, like the whole extra points shit. Oh, like, I don't like it. Kick field goal. Anyway, I like yeah. It. I like that. But but coming back coming back to to this shit here to give my opinion, promotion of the year. Your 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 write up says all elite wrestling won off the strength of its weekly dynamite television show. That statement, as we all heard, is laughable. There is no strength to dynamite. There's no co. There's no co. There's no coherency to dynamite. There's no. There's no anything that. Like we used to look at the Monday Night Wars, there's nothing on Dynamite that we can't wait to see the next week. Right. As a matter of fact, I tried to watch the. I intentionally tried to watch Dynamite this week, the entire show, specifically to find some good in it. I couldn't find shit. You know what I found? I found a cameraman don't know what the fuck he's doing when 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 getting these guys punches, and I see a wrestler that still doesn't know how to throw punches. <laughs> I want to know who's training these motherfuckers now. School for throwing punches. It's hard. It's bad. It's yeah. hard. It's, yes. Listen, so how are you? Every th- Wednesday, I pray that hopefully we can find something good. It's hard to fucking watch, man. Yes. So how are you the number one promotion of all of 2022 when there's no coherency there? As Brandon said, the only thing that was worth talking about in 2022 for AEW. Was the feud of the year, and we'll get to that later because I'm gonna make my joke. <laughs> but come on, man, AEW shouldn't even be in the top five. That's how bad AEW is. I didn't know Dragon Gate was still around. I didn't know that Pro Wrestling Noah was still around. Um, I'm gonna like you guys. I'm gonna check out some Stardom because I'm seeing it a lot in these uh, in these these awards. So I, I'm not mad at the list itself. Outside of number three and number one, I'm like you. You you made a brilliant point, Brandon. That's like saying XFL is number one, NFL is number three, and in between there you got the USFL. I swear to God, if anybody, even in the sports in the United States, NFL is clearly number one. Yes, NFL, NBA, um, soccer. Then baseball. <laughs> Damn, you. Because, <laughs> man, baseball fell off so Yeah, good. baseball. Trying, baseball, in my opinion, baseball soccer, never soccer. recovered from 94. Soccer is higher than basketball. I, 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 you know what? I, I don't have a problem with that. I put soccer because that's a major. I'm talking about soccer bringing so many fans on the The NBA ratings have dropped off. They got the lowest ratings in like the last, that last 30 years. Now. Look at the quality of games but, that's on TV. But a, a, not a, get off on not get off, not get off subject, but look at the quality of games that's on. There was a point in time where you could literally turn on NBA every week, almost every day. There was a good game on. For, for you, for you, 480 fans who voted AEW as the number one promotion. You're either stupid, you were drunk, or you were high when you did this poll. It's one of those three. So it get better. So go down, Brandon. 
to oh. the next category. Oh, yeah. Get back. Oh, oh yeah. Get back. Get back. So, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I forgot best about this one. Best, hold on, wait. Damn, I should have went. That's all right. And please read Best that. weekly television read that. show. Hey, Kirk, can I get one of those? Yeah, one of those. Best weekly TV show. Number 10. Okay, well, honorable mention is CMLL Friday Night, which is, um, that is from Mexico. All right? Number 10, you have New Japan on Axis Television. I think it's kind of too low. Number 9, Being the Elite. Number 8, NXT. NXT is number 8, thank you. Number 10, um, number 8 is NXT. They have 15 first place votes, and they're number 8. Number 7, WWE Raw. Number six, We Are Stardom. Number five, Impact Wrestling. Number four, New Japan Strong. Strong. Number three, AEW Rampage. Number two, WWE SmackDown. And number one, AEW Dynamite by Mile. Gonna read the caption. Dynamite was the easy winner here with seven times the first place votes to SmackDown. Dynamite dominated in highly ranked matches in almost every polling round, and no television show in the U.S. has emphasized great matches. It did increase from the prior year during a period when that, when that is unusual in television and homes on cable decline greatly. But on the flip side, aged older. It was well below Raw, but it was also top five in non-sports most weeks, so ratings were strong. SmackDown was carried by Sami Zayn, Bloodline, Angel. No other show was even competitive in the voting. Go ahead, fellas. <sighs> who, who, who wants to begin with this one? Go ahead, Roy. All right. Um, I, I don't really have anything to say about New Japan because I haven't watched any of their shows here that, that broadcast here in the U.S. Being the Elite is not even a fucking wrestling show. It is a YouTube thing done by some friends. Uh, so I don't even know how the fuck that makes it on there. NXT, NXT should be higher than that. But even NXT, we have to keep in mind they are on TV, but they're still a developmental territory. Um, <laughs> Raw at seven. Raw at seven says y'all some haters. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> we are stardom. Who? Um, Impact Wrestling. These motherfuckers have been on life support for 20 years. This, this is the promotion that went into the doctor and said, you got about six months to live. And they still fucking alive somehow. Yeah. So if nothing else, I respect them just off that. Yeah. I don't know how they're still on television. Yeah. Um, again, New Japan. AEW Rampage is, if this is even possible, AEW Rampage is worse than Dynamite. Absolutely. So... For you people to put this at number three is a joke. Smackdown at number two. All right, cool. Uh, that's okay. No. AEW Dynamite. Okay, first of all, the, the, the number two promotion or, or show rather got 204. Or is that? No, 104. First place votes. AEW Dynamite got 753. As we just discussed, there is no fucking coherency to AEW at all. There, there haven't been any matches, in my opinion, outside of FTR and the Briscoes that can even lay claim to a 
sniffing at the match of the year candidate. So there is nothing about AEW Dynamite that says, hey, we're the number one television show for, uh, for wrestling fans. This is bullshit. Again, for you 753 people, you're either stupid, you were drunk, or you were high. Kurt, yeah. what say ye? So this is about the dumbest goddamn this I've seen in my <laughs> fucking life. And so Rampage is like the worst goddamn, it's worse than that damn SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But then it'll be one in three, fuck you motherfuckers, y'all don't know the fuck you doing. I don't even like NXT, but if NXT is better than Rampage. I'll watch it on Tuesday. I 100% agree with that, yes. Because that Rampage is fucking terrible. And not to interrupt you, there is not a single person in the entire AEW roster that can touch NXT stop star Braun Breaker. None. None of them. So how the... Go ahead, Kurt. I'm sorry. So Raw being seven is a joke. Being number seven is a fucking joke. I'm taking AEW, Rampage, and Dynamite and switching them with Raw and NXT. Because you can put Raw yes. number one and put NXT at number uh, put NXT at number three because they better than that goddamn shit we seeing now. <laughs> AEW's it, both Wednesday and Friday is hard to fucking as a wrestling fan. It's hard to watch because yep. it's bad. Yep. It's, that shit they showed is and I love the women. They have good women wrestlers, but the shit they did Wednesday was terrible. That shit was fucking terrible. I don't disagree. And then they leave. Like you said, that's not even the goddamn wrestling show. What the fuck? There is no the NWA show didn't even sniff the list. They should. That you shit know, should. I agree. You know what? Okay, so I'm just looking at the previous women's. WWE Raw has not been number one since 2004. That's the last time WWE Raw has been number one. And that Raw. says a lot about who's reading the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Mm-hmm. Because for, for all the shit... I, I, I'll speak for myself. For all the shit I've given Dave Meltzer, this isn't Dave Meltzer. Yeah. This is the, these are the people reading the Observer. Yep. But this is the audience he caters to. Yes. I agree there. Yes. 100% agree there. Um, but for Raw not to win promotion of the or show of the year in yep. what? What's that? Almost 20 years now? That's insane. I'm like, they have a couple of years where they probably should have won. I I would go 2008 was one of them. Um, um, and then um, I, shit, I just had no loss. It was another year where I thought the Raw was pretty damn good. But, and, but my take is, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I think they should just throw this whole goddamn list out because, in my opinion, all of these shows are really not top tier. Um. SmackDown, and I, I agree with what he said right here. SmackDown is being carried by Bloodline. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why most of us tune in every week. Um, NXT should be a lot higher because I think they're putting on, they're, they're, they're coming back. They're putting on quality uh, television. They're coming back. Um, yeah. I wish they would go back to the network. But that's another story for another day. Um, but the rest of it, uh, well, you know, Raw, WWE is Raw. That's a staple. That's like Monday Night Football. It's not going anywhere. Yep, um, yep, yep. Um, and that, but to me, I think they should just throw. If you gonna have that, have this list, like just throw the whole list out because it's really not a lot of good weekly wrestling television out anymore. I think that area is over and done with because it's it's just too hard with all the content that we have. It's just entirely too hard to just put on a amazing show every single week, and you're dealing with injuries and stuff like that. So it's not hard. You just they not put enough effort into producing good shows now, right? 
Good, but you know what though? Because I think I think because they know people are going to watch anyway. See, people just they're going they're going to sit. If you are a if you're loyal to a certain brand or a certain show, you're going to sit down and watch anyway. And then on top of that, even if you don't watch, we you have so many of these you know the social media, YouTube and stuff like that. You just, or Twitter, you just sit back and watch the highlights. So you're still going to you know see what's going on or whatever. And if it's a good match that's coming on, everybody's going to tune in. So it's like it's not it's, it ain't like anything is like really must see television anymore. So. All right, the honorable mentions. I know who CMLL is. What the hell is Friday Night Sixty Five? Does anybody know? We had sixty five votes. I guess that's their own. I guess that's their weekly show. On right. um, whatever. I don't even know what channel they call. And, and I would like to old school mention in eighty six the UWF one. Oh yeah. And, and we ain't talking about Coke and Hooker's Herb Abrams. <laughs> We're talking about uh uh Mid South. Yes. Um, that that's a that's a that's a name from from the past that I enjoy seeing. So I'm Memphis. I'm good with going on to the next yeah, next award. Memphis from '87, and I want to send a special shout out to ECW. I have a special place in my heart. All right, so <laughs> pro wrestling match of the year. All right, so there are several honorable mentions for this particular category. All right, so I'm gonna um. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to read, so I'm just going to bypass it. It's a lot of, a lot of honorable mentions, all right? So, the number 10 the number ten match of the year is Will Ospreay versus Michael Oku in London. This is in January, January 29th of last year. Number 9 is El, El Desperado versus Jun Kasai in Tokyo in September. Number 8 is Alan Page versus Brian Danielson. Number 7 is Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins in June. That must have been the hell in the cell. Um, if that is the hell in the cell, mm-hmm. I say that. I say that. Um, number six, Julia versus Sayuri in Tokyo. Number five, Gunter versus Sheamus in Cardiff. Hmm. Number four, FTR versus the Briscoes. Um, number three, well, I think was that one or two? I think that's one. one. That's one. Okay, FTR versus Briscoes one. Uh, number three is Kaiser, uh Okada versus Will Ospreay in uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Number two is FTR and Briscoe's three in uh, Arlington, Texas. And number one is Okada versus Will Ospreay two in uh, Tokyo Kurt, in August. Kurt, you want to you wanna start us off on this one? Yes. <laughs> because so, uh, I'm going to move FTR and Briscoe's as number four. I'm going to put them at number two. <clears throat> number two, I'm going to put them at number one. Because I think that was a double dog kind of match. The, yeah. the second. One in uh, December. That's moved, the third one. I moved uh, Okada and Osprey, moved them down. And I'll even put, I'll move Cody and Seth up. Because I think being number seven is too low. <laughs> and I think you got Adam Page and Brian Jackson. They That's too high. That match wasn't that good yeah. to be number eight. Yes. And I didn't see the Gunther Shames match, so I can't say anything about that. I will elaborate on that one. Okay, yeah. But I think FCR and the Briscoe, they got them too long. Yeah. Way too absolutely. long. Way too long. Um, Brandon, what do you what do you think about this particular award? FTR and the Briscoe's three needs to be number one. Hands down. That needs to be number one, especially because now that match has a historical significance. So that was Jay Briscoe's absolutely. match. Absolutely. So that match is gonna go down. If, I don't know if there's like a big wrestling hall of fame or not, but if there is one, that match need to be everything. They boots, whatever it is they wore to the ring that night, the damn ring, 
the shit of seat out the crowd. Everything needs to be in that damn Hall of Fame. That, mm-hmm. that match is one of the best. That's one of the best damn tag team matches I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. Still to this day. That's going to hold up. That's going to stand the test of time. All three of them should be on there. Yes. They only got two on here. They only got two. The, other, the third, the, the second, I think it's the, the second one is in the honorable mention. That should be on here. It should yeah. be on the list. And and I'm I'm um, going to cover that when I get my Yeah. But um, they, that, that shit should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, Gunter and Sheamus should be, I would actually put them top three. That was one of, um, the, probably in my opinion, this is one, that was one of the best, uh, just physical blow for blow matches I've ever seen. That was a great, that was a great damn match. I might go back and look You gotta go back and watch it. That was a great damn match. And the crowd was behind them too. That was one of the best performances I've seen Sheamus put on. The best. So I'll put them three. Um, Okada and Osprey, you can put them wherever, but I do think that they do not need to be no lower than, um, they'll need to be no lower than maybe six. No lower than that. Um, let's see. Uh, Cody and Seth Rollins, I think that was the hell in a cell. That needs to be moved up. I would actually put them five. No, I'll put them four. Um, considering that Cody Rose wrestled in a hell in a cell match with a damn torn pick. <laughs> Considering yep. that and put on a hell of a match. Considering that, I would put I, I would put them four. Um, and that that's pretty much all I that's pretty much all I got. I don't have anything other issues with the list. I don't think there is a bad match on this list. I just think that it was one that should be on the list as an honorable mention that Ron is going to cover. But other than that, I don't, excuse me, I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with the list at all. Now, for me, um, the the pro wrestling match of the year. I'm going to tell you. Uh, as this list stands now, the number one, three, six, nine, and ten. I can't, I I can't speak on those um, because I haven't seen them, right. and I feel it would be unfair to the talent involved and to the people listening to our show um, to even comment on those. That said, number one, two, and three should be FTR versus the Briscoes. And in my opinion, it should go FTR Briscoes 3, FTR Briscoes 2, FTR Briscoes 1. Because every match got better. Yeah. So, number number 1, 2, and 3 should be FTR Briscoes off the rip. Mm. Anything else is laughable to me because of, of how good those matches were. Not necessarily against anything else, but those matches were fucking phenomenal. As you said, Brandon... They, that's a Hall of Fame worthy match. These, these will be the type, those will be the type of matches that people like us are talking about 20 years from now. Absolutely. And I could go down to this, I could go down to this of matches that people, Undertaker and Mankind held in cell. Yeah. Roddy Piper and Greg Valentine, Dog Collar matches, Starcade. Larry Harley Race, Larry Dusty Rhodes for the, in the cage for the title. Um, any of the Ric Flair and the, uh, Ricky Steamboat trilogy. Um, any of those, um, I feel like I'm missing some. Um, <laughs> I think Stone Cold Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania was Stone Cold first one to title. Yeah. Those T. Tully Blanchard. Who? Matthew T. Tully Blanchard. I quit. Ric Flair, Terry Funk. I quit. And I can go on and on and on. If there was a so, a big wrestling Hall of Fame for everybody, all those matches should be so for in the me, Hall of Fame. So for me, being that I can't speak on some of the other matches, FTR and Briscoe's one, two, three. I'm gonna take. Cody and and Seth Rollins moved them up to four, and 
I would leave Gunther and Sheamus at five. That would be my top five. Um, because, and the only reason I'm putting Gunther and Sheamus at five is because I need to go back and watch that match again because, to me, nothing good came of that, that Clash at the Castle show. Yeah. That show was horrible. Um, Adam Page should never, ever, to quote Jericho, ever be considered for pro wrestling match of the year. I don't give a fuck. I can't even remember the match. I don't. I don't <laughs> give a fuck who he wrestles. I can't even remember the match. I would, that, take, I would take that. Um, I would switch them for that last FTR match. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, I I'll, I gave you my top five. Everything else after five is wherever yeah. it falls. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm ready to go to the next one if you go. well. No, Did no, you? Okay, okay. So that's it, man. I almost read some of these, but that's on. Nah, that's long. Um, so we are now in category B. So these are, I guess, um, I think we can kind of run through these. These are um, uh, wrestlers for whatever country or whatever. So for <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at that list, and it's so for the United. I'm just gonna go. Um, I'm just going to go United States, Canada. This is where we live, North America. All right, so, uh, Arnold, well, no, that's not Arnold Vince, that's previous winners. Um, so, for number seven, for the United States and Canada, you have Cody Rhodes. Number six, Sami Zayn. Number five, Brian Danielson. Number four, MJF. Number three, Chris Jericho. <laughs> number two, Roman Reigns. <laughs> and number one, everybody's favorite wrestler, John Moxley. I was logical to get a Yeah! Just cut it out. This, this. Well, by country, by country, they just, man, I tell you, boy, they just ain't no Roman Reigns right now. Roman Reigns should be number one. Absolutely. MGF number two. Brian Danson number three. I put Sami Zayn number four. Uh, Cody was gone too long, so I put, I put Jericho over John Moxley. Because I'm like, let's stop. Take them both stop. off that list. Y'all may be ready to reach over and slap me for what I'm about to say. From an AEW fan perspective, I get John Moxley is their MVP. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't like the dude, but I get from an AEW fan perspective. Yeah. There is nothing you can say to me that says Trish, Chris Jericho was any sort of MVP for any promotion in the year 2022. He and was a hot more, fucking mess. Yeah, for him to get more votes than MJF, that's ridiculous. That's, tra- that's a travesty. Come on, man. That's yes. a travesty. Come so. on. Um, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have nothing. <laughs> I think everything, that I'm about to say, everything I'm about to say, I've said already. So, uh, so we can... Let's um, move on. All right, so these are other MVPs of other countries. We're just going all right, okay, so we have the Women's Wrestling MVP, all right? So there are no honorable mentions, and so we're going to go number nine, AZM. And these are not, they don't have, um, like, a tenth person for whatever reason. But number nine, you have AZM. Number eight, Rhea Ripley. Hmm. Number seven, Miyu Yamashita. Number six, Becky Lynch. Number five, Kyrie Sane. I think four, it's Julia. Well, it's, she's Kari now, but ah, okay. Kari same, same person. Uh, number four, Julia. Number three, Jamie Hayter. Number two, Bianca Belair. And number one, Sayuri. Who, who wants to jump in on this I'll one? I'll jump in on this one. <laughs> I'll get I there. I only have one opinion. Rhea Ripley is entirely too low. 
Rhea Ripley should be in the top three. I would switch Jamie Hayter for Rhea Ripley. I, 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 100, y'all have heard me say it so to I'm, you guys personally, and I've said it on this show. I'm going to go down as the biggest Rhea Ripley ass kisser of all time because that woman is fucking phenomenal. She is now, but to be fair to the listen and what we're looking at, I don't know, and I'm trying to remember, I think she started building up later in the year and not in the beginning. And maybe that's why she's so low now. To Rhea Ripley? Yeah. Okay. And I think that's the only reason. Right. I don't have a problem with it now. Because I think her build-up came later in the year, not the beginning of the year. Yes, I still think I'm she's not, okay. she, No, she's dancing too she's low. She's too low. She's too low. She's too low. I, would I, would, I wouldn't put her in number one. I wouldn't let her stand I wouldn't put her in number so, one. Yeah, right, right. But so, it's a very low. fair argument, Kurt. Yeah. Very fair argument. But I think she <clears> should be... So, I will say this now. She should be above Beck because Beck was gone for a long time. That's what I, I was waiting until you got finished. But yeah, why is she even on that list? Becky was injured. Yeah. Rhea Ripley ain't been injured. She was injured and, and the baby. Look, yeah. right. Rhea Ripley should so, be no, higher. Rhea, yeah, Rhea Ripley should be higher based on how she be pinning them folks on TV. Yes. Because she put somebody in submission last night on SmackDown. And Julia and, Julia and uh, Julia. And number five, Car- I haven't seen them, so I can't count. Kari Sane used to be in WWE and okay. back to Japan. So okay. Kari, yeah, Kari is real deal. Um, Rhea Ripley should be higher just based off how she pinned. No, absolutely, absolutely. Because yeah. she did, she she put Liv Morgan in submission last night. And, yeah, yeah, and I was like, that's the, anyway, <laughs> <that's> the <laughs> I, I ain't never seen them, I ain't never seen nothing like that before, so. All right, so the next category is... Box office draw. That's what well, we've got to go. I, I see that. I'm sorry, okay. pro wrestling. Yes. All right. So, uh, box office draw. Um, these are only, there are only three wrestlers in this. There's only three wrestlers. And uh, number one is Roman Reigns. Number two is John Cena. And number three is CM Punk. I can't be mad with that. That list is, is okay. My only question is, Cena in 2022 is the biggest box office draw? Maybe I'm just not remember him a whole lot in 2022. <laughs> and and the feud of the year is not even on here. Feud of the year. No, there's no uh, honorable mentions. But we have number 10, Julia versus uh, Suzu Suzuki. Number 9, Jazz versus VCC. I thought they said something else for a second. Number 8, <laughs> Okada versus Will Ospreay. Number 7, Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. <laughs> Number six, the Bloodline versus Kevin Owens. Number five, the Elite versus Death Triangle. Number four, Tam Nakano versus Nat Support. Number three, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Number two, CM Punk versus MJF. And number one, FTR versus the Briscoes. They got that right. They got that one right. Absolutely got that one right. Um, I'll kick this one off um, because I said, let me back up what I said at the beginning of this. The feud of the year is on this list, and it's number one. That said, the next greatest feud of the year is not on that list. CM Punk versus the Elite. 
three on well, an ace steel not accounted for a three on one fight, and CM Punk Punk beat their asses. Um, that's yeah. But of this list, um, number number ten, I don't know enough about it to say anything. Number nine is fucking laughable because neither of those factions are worth a damn. Um, I just realized what it stood for. I do not. Because I was like, huh? Yeah, so, okay, they just abbreviated. And number eight, I don't know enough. Number seven lasted, what, three weeks? And that somehow the best feud of the year? Or one of? It lasted longer. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's a few months. Number number six should be higher. It's too long, absolutely. Um, Number five should be buried in the dirt and never discussed again. Um, What's even the real feud? Number four, I don't know enough about Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. I just to be feud of the year. I don't know it. It didn't last long enough because Cody got up injured. I understand that, it's but too high. that yeah, it's, it's too way high. too high. Not it's a bad, a not a bad way to start off his return it's to WWE. I would, I would take three and drop them down at least three or four. I would take number nine off. Take that off. Take Absolutely. That off. But number three, drop them down to number nine. I would move number six up to number three. The bloodline versus Kevin yes. Owens. Agreed. Because every everything the bloodline touched has been fucking gold. Yeah, but Cody was every so that Cody versus Seth is that's that's yeah. way too high. Yeah. Should be on the list, but it's too high. Too high. They had, two, be on the list. they had two matches and that was it. Yeah. And and again, like they were on their way to a third for you. Yeah. yeah. That's too high. Jericho Appreciation Society and the Blackpool Combat Club. The fuck? I don't even remember the view. I don't remember. I remember them talking a little shit to each other. Yeah. But I don't remember any fights. I don't remember none of the matches. Ain't nobody jumped each other. I don't remember none of that. Just based off the fact that the three of us cannot even remember matches from that. Now, I realize somebody may look at us and say that we're biased because we don't like a whole lot of AEW, but good shit is good shit. Right. So the three of us not even remembering it, remembering this. How does it become well, no, feud of the well, year? No, I'll take that back. I think, I think if I remember correctly, Claudio beat Jericho for the RAs title. But, eh. Steve, but, but you know what I'm saying? Who cares? Yeah, six, you know six is. Uh, I think we all agree six is way too low. That should be top three. It, yes, yeah. that's uh, that should be. I would, uh, I would, I would, I would put three and move three down to what six. six. I'll put. Three would be number nine, in my opinion. Take nine off, and then move number six up to number three. I would, I would move six to two, two to three. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I'm think, not mad with that either. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think th- as those as the t- nobody's going to fucking argue with number one. If anybody dare yeah. tries yeah. to fuck with number one, they should be you can't, hurt. You can't, you can't argue with that. Um, so so yeah, we. I mean, we can go on because because we. You know. Alright, so the next category we have we have most improved. We have a few honorable mentions. Um you have uh Solo Sokol, uh Miyu Wantanabe, David Finley, Fitz Kid, um Dane Garcia, Sheamus, um Master Waddle, Ren Narita, the Gun Brothers, and Dante Martin for most improved. That is the honorable mention. So uh we're going to uh I guess the other one was Nick Wayne. No, no, he's tied at number 10. Oh, he's tied at number 10. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so okay. I'm like, wait a minute. Number 10, you have a tie. We have um, Nick Wayne and, and Mirai, or 
Mirror. Um, number nine is Julia. Number seven is a tie between Chris Jericho and Powerhouse Hobbs. How the fuck is he most improved? <laughs> Chris Jericho has done nothing but the Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Go on, go on. Sorry about that. Number six, <laughs> Ricky Starks. Number five, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> number four, Wheeler, Wheeler Yuta. Number three, Jamie Hayter. Okay. Number two, Mina uh, Shirakawa. And number one, the acclaimed. Okay. Um, I, I think they got number one right. Yeah. Um, if, if not most improved, then call it whatever you will, they, they got themselves over it in spite of what AEW was doing. Yeah. Um, so they got number one right. Everything else on this list, um, I have no opinion on number 10 or 9. Number 7? You haven't seen enough of Powerhouse Hobbs to say whether he's most improved. He's and, Chris, and Chris Jericho is most improved? He's done nothing but going downhill. I think once you reach a certain point in your career, you don't need he's to be on the most he's, he's 50 something years old. How are you most all, improved? Of all the accolades that he has, most improved my most ass. I'm like, you come yes. on, man. You are ready to put your place in wrestling, in wrestling history. So, you know. So, and, and Ricky Starks, I think he's good where he's at. Although, I would probably mm-hmm. take Starks. Actually, I would probably take Starks and put him at four. Um, fuck Wheeler Yuta. Dominic is good where he's at. No, I'm dropping Dominic down. I think I think Powerhouse Hobbs got more upside than Dominic. I think they pushed Dominic way too much in my opinion. And Jamie Jamie Hader, the only thing she's improved on is hurting people in the fucking ring. Yeah. I I don't know Kurt Randy I don't I, I ain't got nothing. Okay, Kurt, you got anything? Like I say Ricky Ricky Starks, I put him in number four. Uh, I dropped Dominic down to seven. I put Powerhouse Hobbs at number uh, five. But Chris Jericho, take him off. What the fuck is he on most improved? You know what? As a matter of fact, that's the only thing I got. Jer- Jericho don't need to be on the list. No. Yes. He does not need to be on the list at all. No. So take, take him, him on off. Dominic's fine where he is. Um, they're going to push him, whether we like it or not. Yeah. But, you know. What do we have next? Most charismatic. Honorable mention, uh, Mia Saruga, Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, and Hook. Honorable mention. Hook has no charisma. No, he doesn't. He just got hair. Okay, yeah, continue. Go ahead. Uh, number 10, uh, Richard Starks. Number 9, Suzu Suzuki. Number 8, Orange Cassidy. Number 7, The Acclaimed. Number six, John Mosley. Number five, Julia. Number four, CM Punk. Number three, Roman Reigns. Number two, Sami Zayn. Number one, MJF. This is the only list so far that we've reviewed that I think they got mostly right. Yeah. Now, there's there's some people who shouldn't be on this list. Don't get me wrong. But this is the one that I would probably say I most agree with that they got it right for the most part. Yeah. Um Ricky Starks needs to be higher. Um, I can't speak for number nine. Orange Cassidy, the entire presence of his character is that he has zero charisma. So I don't know if this is fans trying to be ironic as Orange Cassidy, but Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy what, Kurt? Sucks. He sucks ass. Um, 
Yeah, so I'll say, that's all I'll say. I, I think this is the so, most comprehensive list they've done. Um, it might, if I was doing the list, I would put Roman number one, MJF number two, Sammy three. I'll put take Cody off the honorable mention because he don't have to be around a long time. Mm-hmm. Cody should be top five on the list right here with most charismatic. Lauren Castle, he sort of take him off. And I'll move Ricky Starks up. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll put Rick Starks above the client. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think Rick, I think um I agree with Kirk. Rick Starks needs to be moved up. I think Ricky Starks has a nice upside. I do too. Um Cody Rhodes, I'll swap Orange Cassidy for Cody Rhodes, and I think Cody Rhodes should be top three. Um I would put Roman Reigns boy. Um Sami Zayn should be top five, so I keep him in the top five. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much all I got. I don't have any other. Yeah, we can move on. All right, so the next uh, category is Brian Danielson Award for Best Technical Wrestler. My favorite categories. All right, so we have number six, Timothy Thatcher. Number five, Josh Alexander. Number four, Sayuri. Number three, Daniel Garcia. Number two, Zack Sabre Jr. And then number one is his award, Brian Danielson by... Well, not a mile, but close to. Kurt, what do you think about this list? Um, Dan Garcia, take him off. Timothy Thatcher, take him off. Chad Gable needs to be on this goddamn list right Absolutely. Here. Great point, yes. Chad Gable Absolutely. should be on this list right here. Um, he's got a movement that's starting behind him. They're like, y'all, they, this other they people, fucking. they're saying, they fucking. y'all fucking him now. Come on. Um, yeah. That's my only comment. Take Thatcher off because he he sucked and Dan Garcia, both of them. Um, you got anything, the, the, only, uh, the only thing I have is uh, that uh, Chad Gable needs to be on this list. It Absolutely, is a travesty, a travesty. Absolutely, and Chad Gable is getting the short end of the stick. Um, I don't know if y'all. Remember, I think it was on Raw. Cody Rose had a match with Chad Gable. It was pretty. It was a good yeah. match. Yeah, it was a good match and. I was reading somewhere where he was like, you know, Cody was like, you know, he wanted to put some light on him. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just the way I see maybe in the next year or two, Chad Gable's going to be, he's, he's going to be, um, he's going to get that, 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 uh, no, that he's going to get that Daniel Bryan push. So. He needs to be. Because yeah. he, he, he needs it. He, because everybody see his potential, including us. We see it. The fans are starting to see it. But it's just like, we got to get the machine behind him because the way they're doing him is just a travesty. I I really don't have too much to add to it. Um, I I, I agree word for word with what Kurt said. Um, I I would just like to point out that we were stunningly amazed at how short Josh Alexander was when we went to start. I wasn't going to bring that up. Cause I think I said it. I thought I talked enough shit about this. I wasn't gonna bring that up. <laughs> I said, I said to myself, I was like, man, he can be that short and get in the ring and wrestle beside Ray Mysterio. He's a yeah, family of his yeah. own. So I what, was like, man, it was a point in time I wanted to get in the ring and wrestle. I was like, you know what? I could have done it because I didn't realize some of the wrestlers were that short. Yeah, no, that's so, a different dude. So I, I agree yeah. with I agree with everything that Kurt said yeah, on, so, on this one. But, yeah. All right, so moving right along, we have the Bruiser Brody Memorial Award for Breast Brawler. All right? So, we have at number seven, uh, Suzu Suzuki. Number six, Jay Briscoe. Number five, Gunter. 
Number four, Eddie Kingston. Number three, Minoru Suzuki, still going strong. Number two, Tomohiro Ishii. And number one, everybody's favorite wrestler by a country mile, John Boxley. I love the fact that you're saying everybody's favorite wrestler when he's none of our favorite That's wrestlers. That's why I keep saying that. I know, I know. <laughs> um, I think you, you know, some of these people I don't have a whole lot of an, of an opinion on because I haven't seen them in, but I think the only one that I see that legitimately deserves to be on this on this list is Eddie King, Kingston. Yeah. And now that's not taking anything away from Jay Briscoe. I just don't see Jay Briscoe as a brawler. I don't see Gunther as a brawler. I don't see Gunther as a brawler. I, I, I agree. I don't think right. Gunther should be on there. Gunther's nah. not a brawler. He's yeah. not a brawler. Uh, the um, only person that I look at, when I look at this list, outside of the people that I don't know enough about, the only person that deserves to be on this list is Eddie Kingston. Moxley is a brawler, but he's one that sucks. Yeah, and to, yeah. and to, this is the old school of me coming out, to even mention his name in the same breath as Bruder, Bruiser Brody Bruce is Brody. fucking blasphemy. Bruiser Brody would, would yeah. mop the floor with him. Yes. On this list, I think the only person that could well, ain't scared to go toe to toe with Bruce Brody is Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's yeah. crazy. Um, Tommy yeah. Hero Ishii, I think he's right where he needs to be. That dude, that, that, yeah, that, and I, I don't want to see him. I, I, if, if I ever had to go toe to toe with him, I probably just I fold like a baby. I don't have nothing on this right here. No. So, I don't know. Although, shout out to uh, shout out to me for Captain <laughs> Jack. All right. One of the best brawlers of all time. Ever. I wish, I wish that we could have seen the Captain Jack versus Bruce Bro. That would have been cool. Um, best high flyer wrestler. Uh, we have number seven, Mike Bailey. Number six, Ninja Matt. Number five, Will Ospreay. Number four, Commander. Number three, Dante Martin. Number two, uh, Ray Phoenix. And number one, El Hijo Del Vikingo. I have absolutely nothing to say about this list. I don't, I don't either. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Most overrated. So, in our honorable mention, you have Baron Corbin, John Moxley. <laughs> let's let's take a time out for that. This man has been MVP, Wrestler of the Year, and he falls as an honorable mention as most overrated. What the hell are these fans doing? They're all over the place, but go ahead and continue, Brandon. Oh, <laughs> uh, Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar, MJF, Dr. Britt Baker, Soraya, uh, Tay Mello, and uh, Warlow. So, here is the top 10 for most overrated Karrion Cross, Mandy Rose, Jane Cargill, Kazuyuki Fujita, Bray Wyatt, Austin Theory, CM Punk. Roman Reigns, Tyrus, Brodus Clay, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, Ronda Rousey. Rowdy, Ronda Rousey. Brandon, or uh, Kurt, which, do you Kieran, even want to touch this one? Yeah, I think Kieran Cross should be much higher. I think they got Roman Reigns way too high. I don't think he's overrated at all. I think they got CM Punk, CM Punk way too high. Bray Wyatt needs to be higher. That he's, Number, he needs to be way higher than number six right here. Jay Cario and Maggie Rose are yes. stay where they are. But Roman shouldn't be on this list for or Sam Punk. Um in my opinion. For 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 me, um 
I agree. Karrion Cross should be higher. I don't. I don't get Karrion Cross. I don't get the the hype behind him. Um, prior to um, him getting injured, and now, <clears throat> um, Mandy Rose shouldn't be on the list because she was pushed in NXT mainly. So I, I, I say just take Mandy Rose off the list altogether. Um, I even say take Jade Cargill off the list because she's a victim of being put in the ring too early. She does the best with what she can. You've been making the most of it. Yeah, yeah, she's doing the best with what she can. Um, so I don't think she's overrated. I think she is what she is. I have no opinion of, of Fujita. Oh, goddamn. Bray Wyatt, if not most overrated, is most disappointing. Um, you guys listening have heard me sing this man's praises. I I was hyped as fuck that he was back. Now I wish he would have stayed away. I'm finding out that, that the, the Firefly Funhouse was in fact his idea. So Vince, a rare occasion here. I'm sorry. I apologize to you. I thought that was your brainchild, but it appears to be Bray Wyatt's and it's a dumb one. He needs to be in the top three. He needs to be my number one. He needs to be my number one. Um and that hurts to say because Austin Theory shouldn't be on this list. Even though I'm not a huge Austin Theory fan, Austin Theory shouldn't be, be on this list. Austin Theory is what he's hyped to be. Yeah, um, I agree with that. CM Punk, CM Punk is on this list just because some fans are are butt hurt by CM Punk. That's the only reason he's on this list. Um, Roman Reigns, if you would have said Roman Reigns two years ago, I would agree with you being on this list. Um, but even that said, I don't think that's his fault. I think that's bad book. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrus, he is where he should be. Um, Tyrus without the WWE machine behind him is a flop. Um, Ronda Rousey wouldn't be my number one because I had no expectations for her coming in when they first, the very first time she came in. I just knew she was bringing eyes and fandom from UFC with her. She wasn't overrated. They signed her with the intent to bring in UFC fans in. Mm -hmm. So I don't even think she should be on the list. She is what she is. Um, What about you, Kurt? No, I gave mine a Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Brandon. So I would take Jay Cargill off the list and put John John Moxley on the list. Um, I think Jay Cargill has made the most of what she's been given. And yes. I think she's gotten better as time's going yeah. on. And I'm kind of thinking about, for whatever reason, it's like Jay Cargill, Bill Goldberg. So I'm like, they had this list back when Bill Goldberg was wrestling. He should have been. They were going to make her overrated. They should have made him overrated, too. Um, Austin Theory doesn't need to be on the list. Um, the rest of them, fine. Oh, well, no, I'll take that back. Mandy Rose doesn't need to be on the list. She had a phenomenal year. Um, and she was very, I think she's very underrated. Now, I'll say this. I know this is a wrestling list, but how can a woman that made a million dollars in a month or something like that, whatever it was, in in like two weeks be over? And I realize that has nothing really to do with wrestling, but a lot of wrestling fans went there. So, I mean, how is she overrated? The woman brought in a million dollars in like three weeks with her, with her it's not only fans, whatever, the top fans, whatever it is. So... 
Yeah, take, I, I agree, and I don't think she was a bad wrestler. No, I think giving, she giving, yeah, giving what her thing. So giving yeah. what she's been giving, she right. did her thing. Baron Corbin needs to be on this list. Yes. Um. Uh. And that's that's pretty much it. Um. Tyrus is right where he needs to be. Tyrus off. There, there's a okay. Tyrus. There's a Tyrus in everybody's neighborhood. So. There, there is something I want to bring up. Yeah. Brock Lesnar shouldn't be. On the list, he shouldn't be an honorable mention. Brock Lesnar, I'm sorry, y'all. You may not like him, and all he does now is really German suplex people, mm-hmm. but the man's a goddamn legend. Yep. Um, I'm sorry, he's not overrated. He's cool, he Brock is Lesnar. one of the greats. Brock, 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 Brock Lesnar is going to go down as one of the best of all. Yes. Barnard. Um, he's going to go down as one of the best. The yeah. best of all time. Yeah. Hands down. Get over it. Um... Now we are at most something more than we have. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is long. We be here all day, <laughs> but I didn't realize it was this many. Long, so shit. Yeah, because we already what we're we already two hours up, coming up on two hours. So let's see, we got um the, the, the next two we got coming up is most underrated, and we got rookie of the year. Yeah, we have best non wrestler. No, <laughs> uh, best television announcer. Um, I, I would. I'm cool with this one if you want to discuss no, it, or we can keep going. All right, worst television. I'll do this one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're gonna do. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna do for the sake of time. We're gonna skip through a few of these, but we're gonna do worst television announcement. Our honorable mention is Jimmy Smith, Taz, what, Byron Sexton, Kevin Gill, Excalibur, and Mark Henry. Um, so for number, we're tied for number nine. They had for worst television now. So you have Alex Koslov and Tony Schiavone. Number eight is Belt Sky. Number seven is Chris Jericho. Number six is Pat McAfee. Number five is Kevin Patrick. Number four is Michael Cole. <laughs> Number three, Jim, you are out of your fucking mind. Jim Ross. Number two, Booker T. You're out of your fucking mind. And number one, Corey Graves. So I got a big problem with this list right here. First off, Velvet Sky should be number fucking one. Who should be? Velvet Sky. Sky. Should be yeah, number I agree. One. Corey Graves has done a good job, and he's got yes. a lot better. Yep. But Jim Ross will be even mentioned as a worst TV announcer. You need your goddamn head exam. You need your goddamn head exam. But this is bullshit. Tony Schiavone is way better than number nine. Yep. So he shouldn't even be on this list either. Pat McAfee shouldn't be on this list right now. But this At list all. is bullshit. Michael Cole shouldn't be on this list. The only person that should be on this goddamn list right now is Devin Scott because she fucking sucked. She's terrible. Unfortunately, I have to agree she's with you. And terrible. I say unfortunately because I like her, but yes, her, as, a, as, a, as a commentator, she's she terrible. She sucked. Yes. She should be the only one on this oh, goddamn oh. list. Is everybody her. else is solid. Everybody else yeah. is solid. Yeah. Look, 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 when people shit on Booker T commentary, Booker T be having me over here crying laughing. Yes. With his commentary. It's, it's entertaining as hell. Um, shit, yeah, man. Let's move on. I got nothing to say. Um, no the, the thing. only thing I'll say because I agree with. Oh, I'm you. sorry, my, my, my bad, Ryan. I almost yeah, yeah. took off with that. It, it's cool. It'll be real quick because I agree with everything you two just yeah. said. Um, for the folks that ver- voted Jim Ross in on this list at all, take a moment and look at the fucking product that he's be- being given to call. Jim Ross gives zero fucks because he's given a shitty product to hey, call. He knows it. Jim Ross, even with that shitty pro, uh, 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 product that he calls, he calls it like it is. Mm. If you don't like it because he's c- exposing your favorite, fuck you. Jim Ross is one of the greatest. 
That man can never, ever fall on a worse television announcement. There will never be, whenever it's Jim Ross's time, there will never be another Jim Ross. There will never be another wrestling announcer as real as him. At all. At all. Bar none. Moving right along. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got uh, best uh, major wrestling shows. So these are pay-per-views. Best pay-per-views. Um, worst wrestling pay-per-views. Um, best wrestling maneuver. Most disgusting promotional tactic. Okay. That sounds interesting. Yes. So we have number six. We can do this quick. We have number six, AEW's Tony Khan's handling of uh, the punks and the Young Bucks situation. Uh, AEW not punishing CM Punk after the live call out of Adam Page. <laughs> number four, WWE Stephanie McMahon's goodbye to Vince on television. Number three, Rick Flair's last match. And number two, well, number two, WWE continues relationship with Saudi Arabia. Number one, Vince McMahon appearing on television for a crowd pop after sexual misconduct allegations came out. Okay. Where about right. Country Mile? Let me, <clears throat> let me start off on this one. Um, AEW, number six, AEW, Tony Khan's handling of the punk. First of all, you dumb shits, that wasn't a promotional tactic. That was something that really happened. Did Tony Khan fuck it up? Yes. But that wasn't a promotional tactic, you idiots. Um, number five, AEW not punishing CM Punk after the live call out of Adam Page. What about the live call out of Adam Page to CM Punk? So CM Punk gets some, gets some, some shit back on him and, uh, anyway. Um, WWE Stephanie McMahon's goodbye. Again, not a promotional tactic. She was laying it on the line about her dad. Uh, number three, it wasn't a tactic. It was just a bad, that particular match was just a bad match. That card was a great card. Um, number two, continued relationship with Saudi Arabia. Okay. AEW, what about you allowing a guy to use a pizza cutter on another guy during a commercial side-by-side commercial spot for a fucking national pizza chain? That was hilarious. And WWE Vince McMahon appearing, blah, blah. That wasn't a tactic. Mm-mm. Now, Vince was going out there holding up his middle finger, proverbial, middle finger and saying, I'm still here, motherfuckers. You're not knocking me off. That wasn't a tactic. That was Vince doing Vince. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon, what do you got to say about this one? Um, yeah, the, uh, I agree with you on the Vince McMahon thing. I'm like, that was just Vince being Vince. Um, the punk young buck situation, that was some real shit. Um, that's pretty. I mean, okay, Ric Flair's last match. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, it was a great card, and that was a good ass time because we went. Yes. And so I don't see how that's just disgusting because hey, everybody got to have a. Even if he was a hundred, you want to have his last match at a hundred. I think he's more to earn it. Um, continues <clears throat> relationship with Saudi Arabia. Okay. Um, and yeah, I. There's a lot of stuff that's like, okay, which you mad I just don't see any of that as promotional tactics. Yeah. So I don't have anything to say. Yeah, none of I'm these like, are okay, promotional I'm tactics. Like, I'm like, okay. And now, the, the, the thing I'll say about the Ric Flair match, um, I, I think maybe the reason some people are calling that a uh, 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 worst promotional tactic is they look at, at either Ric Flair or Conrad Thompson using it as a cash grab. Yeah. It wasn't a cash grab, folks. If y'all don't know what StarCast is, read up on it. It was a part of Starcast. It was a part of a much larger three-day event. Um, the match was bad. 
but not because, and this is going to sound silly, not because it was a bad match, but because Ric Flair was 72 years old at the time. Yeah. And he was winded. Yeah. So that made it a bad match. Now, as far as what Andrade did and, and Lethal and Jerry did, they did okay for their parts. Yeah. It's just Rick couldn't go like he's, he's 72. Yeah, but the card as a whole was a phenomenal card. The weekend as a whole was a phenomenal weekend. So, yep. yeah. So we have a category for worst television show. Uh, I'm just going to run through the list. Number one is WWE Raw. Number two is WWE NXT. Number three is NWA Power. Number four is AEW Rampage. And number five is one of the wrestling. Can I start here, please? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, they, uh, these folks who voted ain't shit because I feel like it's WWE hates. WWE Raw and WWE NXT is not the worst television show. No. Now, the only thing I can not, say not even... about WWE Raw is that it's too goddamn long. If it wasn't three hours, I think the show would be a whole lot better. Agreed. It's, it's, just, it's just too long. You get exhausted after a while. Um, NWA Power, I think, should be... Well, no, nah, excuse me. AEW Rampage and AEW Dynamite should be number one. As the worst. Then I'll put NWA Power right where it needs to be. No. You got anything to say? Yes, I do. All right. So, NWA Power should be number one. Uh, Impact Wrestling should be number two. AEW should be number three. Take Rock. And NXT off this list. They should be on there. They shouldn't even be on there. Yeah, I've got, got all put Dynamite as number four. Yeah. I've got all about I've got all about okay, so, For me, um I've seen women of wrestling. I would recommend that nobody ever watch that show. Uh because it's it's modern day glow without the good shit that made glow glow, if that makes any sense. Um so I may argue at putting women of wrestling in number one, but I'm but because of the absurdity of of WWE Raw being number one, I'm going Rampage at one, Dynamite at two, Power at three, Women of Wrestling at four, and yeah, that's all. I, I wouldn't. Have y'all watched the NWA Power? Sir, I haven't watched it. Have you watched the NWA Power lately? No. I've seen clips. No, because I can't. I watch the clips on. So I watch the clips. That's on. why it's number one. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'm not mad at that because based on what I had seen prior, it is. It's. it's if this is even Ryan, possible, Ryan, it's worse. That's why I was. So you know it where I'm is going. Wor- it's worse, man. It, it it says a lot to say that that show is harder to watch than either of these AEW shows because the AEW shows are bad. It's terrible, Corgan. I had a lot of hope for you. I, I was too. really excited. Kurt and I could not, like, we were like little fanboys on episode one. We were excited. And then episode two came. And then three. And then four. And it's like, okay, this this is. It's like this. And yeah. I wouldn't even say like that because it went. <laughs> now, I had. Yeah, I had a great time at the end of the fire pay-per-view. Um. But that's because I was there in the crowd and saw this stuff happen. But as a, yeah, we can move on, man. Yeah, and power is so bad. Power is very bad. Y'all want to talk about worst match of the year? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm cool with it if you are. Or if you, well, we, we, we want to move on real quick, because uh, it's really well, okay. We'll run through it real quick. So number seven is the Casino Battle Royale in Chicago, AEW. Uh, tied at number five is Matt Cardano versus Trevor Murdoch and Tyrus for the NWA Championship. Uh, and Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. I don't think that should be on the list. That was, yeah. Anyway, uh, number four is the Men's Royal Rumble. 
from last year. Um, number three, Ronda Rousey versus, versus Sha uh, Shotzi, Blackheart. Number two, Ric Flair and Andrade versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. And number one, Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon. <laughs> I, I, I might have to ride with number one on this. Yeah, one. <laughs> that, that was, was pretty damn worst, bad. That was bad. And that was the worst son I've ever seen. Somebody. <laughs> that was and the, worst. the irony of it is, Vince McMahon has has the the distinct pleasure of taking the worst stunner twice ever twice twice <laughs> you know what you see, I see that video when Big Foley was watching it at home and how he was laughing <laughs> it's, it's one of those things it's like you can watch that about 30 times and you're going to laugh the exact same because I was in New York watching this match and everybody sitting around watching this match rolling we was like it, it, you know what but anyway I, yeah, no, they got that right for number one uh, number two ain't fair. Take that off the list. Agreed. Take that. That's not fair. Um, Rousey and Shotzi. Okay. Miz Roy Rumble. They, they haven't been hit in the last couple of years. So I don't have a problem with that. I don't think that Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville should be on the list because it's not. Uh, um, it wasn't a match match. Yeah, it was a uh, throwaway match. It was an attraction. Yep. So, you know, I don't think they should be on the list. And Casino Battle Royale. I don't even remember the damn Casino Battle Royale. Um, you can say something about it. In any any battle royal ladder match that AEW has done has been fucking horrible, including yeah. the one they most recently did. We could talk about that next week. Yeah, yeah. So that. I'm I'm good with moving yeah, on. They definitely got number one right. Yeah, worst worst feud of the year. You want to do that one? All right, we can run through it. Dude. Just nominate right, so, it and then well, move on. All right, so uh, worst feud of the year. Honorable mention: Bianca Belair versus Sonya Deville. CM Punk. What? CM Punk versus the Elite and <laughs> Matt Hardy versus uh, AFO. Um, number 10 is Britt Baker versus Araya. Top number 8 is Ross Namahunas and Kala Esparza and CM Punk and MJF. Number 7 is Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Number 6 is Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. Um, number 5 is Braun Breaker versus Joe Gacy. Number 4 is Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky. Number three is Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight. Number two is Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. Number one is The Miz versus Dexter Lewis. So let me go first right here. Absolutely. The Miz versus Dexter Lewis, I'm taking that off. Yep. Should mean be on there. Yep. Moving Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight to number one. Yep. Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel is number two. Yep. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin, number three. I'll move Ronda and Liv Morgan down to number four. And I'll hear about else to where they are. Um, for me, I've got nothing to add to that. Kurt said exactly how I feel. Um, Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight is the worst feud of the year by a fucking long shot. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't have nothing else to add either. Okay, cool. We can move on. All right, so right along. Worst, uh, worst promotion of, uh oh. Worst promotion of the year. No. Let's get to this. Yeah. I think we need to end the show right here. We need to end no, right no, here. No, no, we. Come back. Come back now. We're going to do this. No, we're going to talk about both of them? Worst yeah. Booker. Yeah. Okay, so I thought, okay, we're going to talk about these two, and I think we need to end the show right in yeah. that last one. Yeah. Okay, no problem. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we get down to the, uh, that we've been sitting here for two hours, so we get down to the nitty-gritty. don't feel like it, though. I'll say it, that. It really don't. Um, it, it, we, we, be, we get ready to get down to the nitty-gritty. All right, so we're going to end the show with a bang today. Worst promotion of the year. Number nine, MLW, Major League Wrestling. Number eight, Impact Wrestling. Number seven, Pro Wrestling Noah. 
Number six, CMLL. Number five, GCW, Game Changer Wrestling. Number four, Triple A. Number three, Control Your Narrative. Number two, the NWA. Number one, the WWE. Um, I want to start this one off. Um, <laughs> NWA, let me, let me look at it again. Let me look at the list once again. NWA should be number one. Um, WWE shouldn't even be on the list. Um, how are you a billion dollar revenue generating promotion and be the worst promotion in the world? Um, control your narrative. I've seen jack all shit about them except the announcement of it. <clears throat> and everything else, yeah, every, GCW is garbage. Um, Impact, God bless them, they're still around. Yeah. But N- NWA should be number one. Kurt, what about you, man? I'll say NWA number one, Impact number three, take WWE off, AW, no, I'm sorry, take WWE off, NWA is number one, Impact is number two, AW number three. AW is number Agreed. three. Agreed. And then everything else, just leave it where they are. But WWE need to come off of this goddamn list right here. Yes. Oh, I have nothing else to add. I agree with Kurt. And, uh, all right. I agree with both of y'all. I have nothing else to add at all. It's travesty, WWE. They, that's, that's, they just, y'all just that's, a damn. What vote on this list? Y'all just a damn haters. Um, now, last but not least, and I think this is the one we've been doing. We, we've been having a good time. I forgot all about this one. All right. Best Booker. This is the category that has sparked the most controversy. Okay. So, I'm going to read the list and I'm going to read the caption. All right? All right. Best Booker, number seven, Shawn Michaels. Number six, Scott Demore. What's up, buddy? Number five, Sean Shelby and Mick Maynard. Say that fast five times. Number four, uh, Guido. Number three, Paul Levesque. And for those of you all who don't know, that's Triple H. It's time to play the game. Number two, Rossi Agawa. Number one, best booker of the year, 2022. Our, our, our good friend, Tony Cullen. And here's the caption. I usually don't comment on this, and for the first six months of the year, you can make the argument. But WWE and AEW as businesses were in the same position with one much larger, but the clear cut one and two in the world all year. However, it was WWE that grew all year while AEW did not do nearly as well in comparison over the last eight months. You can argue bad luck or injuries, but in a coach of the year award, one team doing so much better in comparison at the end as compared to the beginning, that coach is going to win. Injuries are part of the game and regrouping and rebounding from them are as well. In comparison of the promotion of the returns of Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, and Kenny Omega is so greatly in one side's favor. Yes, AEW did create an environment on television and pay-per-view to have far more great matches. And while some of the WWE's growth relates to the stadium shows, a lot also relates to the aura of Roman Reigns, which Roman Reigns, which is a creative issue in the bloodline angle, which is booking in the most effective long-term angle in years. While the angle got stronger in 2023, where it doesn't count for this battling, it was still the strongest in 2022. In addition, 
Whether you are a fan of Bray Wyatt or not, that out-of-box thinking building up his return was a huge short-term interest-level success. Even though Paul Heyman and Reigns played a huge part in one story and Wyatt himself in the other, the overseeing guy is Paul Levitt. So, with that being said, from what I got from this caption, the guy who wrote this caption, Dave Meltzer, is basically saying, y'all, y'all fucking mind rooting of putting Tony Khan number one. But he even had to admit that. Because how the hell are you going to put a, put a guy number one where his the quality of his product has gone down and then the guy who took over the product and has made the uh, the popularity of the product go back up is not, is, he's not even number two. He's number three. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's just like, um, who was the coach of the New York Jets last year? Robert Sala? New York Jets. Robert Sala. Robert Sala's team, they started out good. We all thought, okay, Jets are getting ready to go to playoffs this year. Finally. They ain't been in 10, 15 years. And then, next thing you know, after the halfway mark of the season, their production, okay, their production went down tremendously. Why would you give Robert Sala the coach of the year? So, for best booker, Tony Khan, that's, that's bullshit. And everybody knows it. Absolutely. So, I think Triple H should be number one. Tony Khan, he shouldn't even be on this list right now. AEW product is terrible. He should not be nowhere near best booker of anything. Absolutely. Um, I have nothing to add to what either one of you just said. Um, outside of, I, I Scott Demore is amazing just for the fact that that show is still allowed. Um, Tony Khan's not a booker. Period. Um, we can rest that there. We've got to cut it short, folks, um, because we have maximized. Our time on this platform today, something we have not done since we've been doing this, and it doesn't even feel like this went that long. So, There's still a lot more categories, too. <laughs> pick up more real, next week. Okay. Real quick, um, Brandon, you got any final thoughts before we drop out of here? Um, the only thing I got to say is, man, fans, y'all vote for this stuff, man. Like, let's try not to treat it like a popularity contest, man. Okay, let's just try to, you know, vote for this stuff with some fidelity, Okay. And some stuff behind it because that's not right to the, the folks that come out here and they do their thing every single year, every single week. To for them to just get down, they probably don't care because you know, hey, as long as I'm getting my check, but you know what I'm saying. But it's just come on, man. So have a good weekend. Hey, Kurt, what about you? Anything? Have a good weekend. Uh, uh, have a good okay. weekend too. Man. My bad. My bad. Um, <laughs> same. Y'all have a good weekend. Stay safe, and we will be back next week at 10 a.m. So look for us. We'll be here. Y'all have a good weekend, everybody. Peace.